Welcome to the Entourage Podcast. My name is Paige Scott, and I'm going to be your host. Entourage Ministries gets its inspiration from Psalm 6811 that says, The Lord gives the command, and a great army of women proclaim the good news. Entourage is a multi-generational, multi-denominational, multicultural women's ministry based in Durant, Oklahoma. Join us today as we dive into truth from the Word so that your heart and spirit may be encouraged. Hello, Entourage Podcast guest. It is such an honor to have you joining us for our 100th podcast episode today. We thank the Lord for this milestone in ministry and opportunity. I remember our first episode um, off of North First in Durant, and I was present alongside of Jesse Silly, who's still here today, and Crystal Maynard. And we recorded about Hannah, Samuel, the prophet's mother. And in the gist of that episode, I will, I will never forget kind of the heartbeat was that um, peace was found in her surrender. She had this encounter with the Lord where she cried out to have a baby. And when she left um, this moment of surrendering her heart to the Lord, there was a, a peace that was was in her life. And and it was just a, a profound thought at that time. Um, I, Before Entourage really came into existence, my heart was to um, coordinate and lead and, and share uh, from the revelation that God gives me through His Word on a podcast. And it has been a dream come true to get to do that alongside of so many women. So in praying and thinking through what I wanted this 100th podcast to be about, I wanted to make it um, something that could be a tool, not only in your hand, but that could be a weapon of warfare in this spiritual fight that we are in. And specifically, I want to equip you with a tip about how to share your testimony. Recently, I've had so many women come up to me from within our midst and entourage that are letting me know they're ready to share their testimony. And we're so excited to spend some intentional time uh, creating an opportunity for that. We're going to do an entire podcast series with the testimonies of, of women uh, probably in April will be when those will air. But in preparing for that, I want to explain a little bit about um, what it means to share your testimony, why it's important. And again, going through this acronym of, of TIP um, and, and having a tip for sharing your testimony. My hope is that when this releases, there's a link to a downloadable graphic or PDF that you can use that you can fill out as you navigate sharing your testimony with others. So um, first of all, I just I want to describe and define the word testimony um, according to Strong's, um, the Greek dictionary, number 3141. Testimony means witness, evidence, reputation, or testimony. Um, in, a, in, in Scripture, we see it a variety of places. We see it a lot used by, by John, uh, John who wrote the Gospel of John, also John the, the Revelator. And we see this word testimony used in different narratives that he writes. And one of the more famous passages of Scripture in the New Testament is in the book of Revelation. And we know that in the book of Revelation, it says that um, that 
that we overcome the the accuser, we overcome the enemy by the blood of the Lamb, that is the blood of Jesus, and the word of our testimony. Now, as you begin to think about testimony, I really want to um, just break off a mental block that you may have. Some people think, I don't have an exciting testimony. Others may think my testimony is so X-rated, I don't know how I could ever tell it. And no matter on which side of the spectrum you would identify, I just want to bring us out of those ditches and into the narrow way, the way of life that our testimony is designated to be as preparing a way for the Lord. Um, John the Baptist was um, this noteworthy uh, prophet in the time of Jesus, a relative of Jesus, and his whole ministry was to give witness, to give testimony of the one that was going to come before him. He did a, or, or come before him, come after him. Um, he was he was working before the Lord's coming, pointing people toward the direction so that when Jesus arrived on the scene, um, they would know that he was the one whom John the Baptist had been testifying about. In John 1, he said this, I'm not the light, but I'm testifying about the light that is to come. And so in the same way that John the Baptist was preparing a way in the wilderness to make way for the Lord Jesus Christ, our testimonies do the same. Yes, Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. But as we share our testimony, it makes a way for others to commune and to connect with Him. And so, yes, there. I would say there are two types of testimonies that we could think about. We could think about your salvation testimony, when you came to know Christ, when you accepted Christ as Savior. And then we could also think about seasonal testimonies. Really, we go through, it as, as their seed time and harvest in, in nature, we go through the same types of, of seasons in the spirit realm and there's not a day that we won't be without testimony. There's not a day that we won't be able to give witness or evidence or expression to what God is doing and what He has done in our life. So um, again, to introduce you to this acronym, to help you frame your thoughts out about how you would share the testimony of, of the work of Christ in, in your life, I want to give you these three letters. So T— Tell others what God has done in your life. And in just a minute, I'm going to use a passage of Scripture guiding us from uh, Joshua chapter 3, and then I'm going to dive into Exodus 16 and number 17 as well to expand uh, this T component even more to help you think out how can I tell people within a framework about what God has done in my life. Um, I want to move on to the I in, in that TIP acronym, and that is invite. Invite people to experience God the same way in their life that I've experienced Him in, in my life. So, um, and, then, and then P would be pray that God would bring forth a harvest from the testimony of your life. Um, so pretty simple tip for sharing your testimony. Tell what God has done in your life. 
invite others to experience the Lord in the same way that you have and pray that God would bring an eternal harvest from the testimony of your life. Simple, right? I think so. And again, hopefully I've got, uh, by the time this releases, a, a visual for you to walk walk through this with. So I want to hop into the book of Joshua. And uh, in Joshua chapter 3, we are finding the account of when um, 40 years after um, God's chosen people, the, the Hebrew people have come out of slavery in Egypt, they are getting ready to make their way into the promised land. This has been a long time coming. This is from um, God's covenant with with Abraham and the promised land that, that just people have looked forward to for so many years. And so during this wilderness time, much has transpired. If you've been listening to uh, the Revive School recaps, you know that God has been establishing um, the nation of Israel as a holy nation, that He has been... Um, teaching them how to commune with His presence, and so on and so forth. And there have just been this number of miracles that have transpired as God has begun to dwell among this people. And so one of the things that has transpired between Exodus and where we are in Joshua is that the Lord gives these instructions for the Ark of the Testimony to be created, otherwise known as the Ark of the Covenant. Those are synonymous, uh, depending on your your translation or where you're reading in the Word. I mean the same thing. So when I say Ark of the Testimony, I am talking about this um, ornate golden structure um, that was placed in the Holy of Holies in the tent where um, where God's pre- tent and tabernacle, where God's presence would dwell, and there there was a mercy seat, and they they would carry this Ark of the Testimony, which was symbolic of the presence of God in in their lives. The nation of Israel would carry this out into battle. They would carry it out to signify the presence of the Lord with them. So as we think about this actual physical structure that they would carry out with them in their comings and in their goings and in holy moments and in moments of war, we want to think about um, our testimony being much the same. It is a holy thing that we carry in us and among us, and it signifies the presence of God in our lives. It is like a mile marker noting the presence of God was at work in my life for such a time as this, A, B, C. So again, whether that is a um, a salvation testimony or a seasonal testimony, you get the idea. So inside the Ark of the Testimony or the Ark of the Covenant, there were three particular things. There was a jar of manna that had been placed in there. Now manna, we read about in Exodus 16 for the first time, not the last time, but the first time. So when God brought His people out of Egypt, it says that He provided manna to them. In verse 2 of Exodus 16, it says, "...the congregation of the sons of Israel grumbled against Moses and Aaron, and they said, "'We wish that we would have died by the Lord's hand in Egypt when we sat by our pots of meat and we ate bread to the full, but you brought us out here in this wilderness to kill this whole assembly with hunger.'" 
Then the Lord said to Moses, Behold, I will rain bread from heaven for you, and the people shall go out and gather a day's portion for every day, that I may test them whether or not they will walk in my instruction. And on the sixth day, when they prepare what they bring in, it will prove to be twice as much um, as what they gather daily. So um, we, we see how this plays out, that every day the Lord brought this manna. It was like His grace for the day, that it would show up as they needed it on site until they reached just the borders of the promised land. They were fed by this Uh, the bread of angels, the bread of heaven, this mysterious manna. And again, I like to think of that as grace, the grace, the mystery of God's provision that shows up for that day. So as you think about this arc of the testimony going out uh, that we're going to read about more in just a second, I want you to know that inside of it, there is a jar of manna. So there is this reminder of how God has fed them with the bread of heaven, with the bread of angels in this mystery manna grace. Manna literally means, what is it? What was that? But it was this tangible reminder they had with them of how God showed up and fed them with something that didn't even exist outside of His grace for each day. Now, also inside this ark of the testimony that that the nation of Israel would carry out into these these important uh, moments and that that represented the presence of God uh, both in the Holy of Holies and as they would go into battle and whatnot, there's Aaron's um, rod and in the buds that were from it. In number 17, we read about this. Now, Aaron was designated as the high priest. This is Moses' brother. And, um, and it says, the Lord spoke to Moses saying, speak to the sons of Israel, get from them a rod or staff from each father's household, 12 rods from their leaders, according to the father's households. And you'll write each name on the rod. So Aaron was one of these 12 rods that were submitted in, and Aaron's name was written on the rod. I'm, par- I'm paraphrasing. It says, you'll you'll then deposit these rods into the tent of the meeting in front of the ark of the testimony where I meet with you. It will come about that the rod of the man whom I choose will sprout. Thus I will lessen lessen from upon myself the grumblings of the sons of Israel who are grumbling against you. So really what what God is doing through this, he's picking a a leader. Um, So Moses deposited these rods before the Lord in the tent of the testimony. Now on the next day, Moses went into the tent of the testimony and behold, the rod of Aaron for the house of Levi, it had sprouted, it had put forth buds, it had produced blossoms and it had bore ripe almonds. And so uh, verse 10 says, put back the rod of Aaron before the testimony to be kept as a sign against the rebels um, that you may put an end to their, their grumblings. And it says that Moses did as the Lord commanded. So inside this ark of, of the covenant or ark of the testimony, we have this jar of manna, this reminder of God's daily grace and provision. Then we have Aaron's bud, uh, Aaron's rod that literally went from death to life, that it became entirely fruitful um, just in a, in a single and particular uh, moment as he trusted in the Lord. And, um, and then finally, the third component that was in the Ark of the Testimony or the Ark of the Covenant was the actual, um, the Ten Commandments, the law written by the finger of God that was given to Moses that represented um, 
his revealed covenant with them, his his revealed word to that nation for that time for them to get to where they needed to go. So again, tying this into your testimony, I want you to understand the importance of what your testimony does as we we anchor this in Joshua chapter 3. It says, Joshua rose early in the morning. He and the sons of Israel set out from Shittim and came to the Jordan, and they lodged there before they crossed. At the end of three days, the officers went, officers went through the midst of the camp. In verse 6, And Joshua spoke to the priest, saying, Take up the Ark of the Testimony, or the Ark of the Covenant, and cross over ahead of the people. So again, remember, when we're sharing our personal testimonies, just like in this story, we're like a priesthood that are going ahead of a people that we are preparing a way that others might cross over, that others may overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. So the priest took the Ark of the Covenant and they went ahead to the people. Now the Lord said to Joshua, this day I will begin to exalt you in the sight of all Israel that they may know that just as I've been with you, I'll be with Moses. Command the priests who are carrying the Ark of the Covenant saying, when you Come to the edge of the waters of the Jordan, you shall stand still in the Jordan. Then Joshua said to the sons of Israel, Come here and hear the words of the Lord your God. Joshua said, By this you shall know that the living God is among you, that he will dispossess from before you um, the, these various nations that, that are on the other side of the Jordan. Verse 11 Behold, the ark of the testimony or the ark of the covenant of the Lord of all the earth is going to cross over ahead of you into the Jordan. Take for yourselves 12 men from the tribes of Israel, one for each tribe. It shall come about that when the soles of the feet of the priest who carry the ark of the testimony of the Lord, the Lord of all the earth, rest in the waters of the Jordan, the waters of the Jordan will be cut off, and the waters which are flowing down from above will stand in one heap. So when the people set out from their tents to cross the Jordan with the priest carrying the ark of the covenant before the people, when those who carry the ark came into the Jordan, the feet of the priest carrying the ark were dipped in the edge of the water, the waters which were flowing down from above stood and rose in one heap a great distance away at Adam, the city that is beside Zarethan. And those which were flowing down toward the sea near Arabah and the Salt Sea, they were completely cut off. So the people were able to cross opposite of Jericho. Verse 17, And the priest who carried the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord stood firm on dry ground in the middle of the Jordan while all Israel crossed on dry ground until the nation had finished crossing the Jordan. So ladies, what does that have to do with you? You know by now, I've you know from the word, and I've said it in many recent episodes, you are royal priesthood. And as you choose to go forth in sharing the testimony of what God has done in your life, it is like standing in a gap that waters part and people are able to step into promise as they see where the waters parted as the soles of your feet went on ahead of them onto that pathway, preparing the way, making straight the way of the Lord. So to bring this, this testimony sharing acronym back into application with that T, sharing your testimony, whether seasonal or salvational, is T. It's simply telling people what he has done in your life. And I want you to think about those three elements that the priest carried within the Ark of the Covenant, the Ark of the Testimony, as they stood in the Jordan River Bank. They had the reminder of manna from Exodus 16, the grace of 
that had shown up from heaven every day in their lives to feed them where there was no other provision in sight. They had the reminder from number 17 of Aaron's budded rod where God brought something from death to life, where there was a fruitfulness that had come from a barrenness. And then they had a copy of the actual testimony written by the finger of God that, um, that was His Word for them in that season. I would encourage you as you think about your story to reflect on those three areas. In your time of testimony, what was the manna? What was the provision of God for your life in the situation that you walked through? What was the bud of Aaron that existed in your life? What was the fruitfulness that came from barrenness? What was the revelation of life coming from death? And then finally, what was what was the... The, th- the, the fingerprint of God, what did it write upon your heart? What was the rhema word of God given to you as you walked through a season of your life? And as you begin to really come to the realization that all of those have existed within your story, as you go out carrying your testimony, you will find that it is such a picture of the presence of the Lord going before you into battle and making a way for others. So again, T, tell what God has done. Recall the manna from Exodus 16 in your own life. Recall Aaron's rod buds from number 17. Reflect on the testimony that the finger of God has written upon your heart. I invite people to experience the Lord in the same way. Um, one of a, season, a, te- a seasonal testimony that I share is, is about the, the tragedy of when my parents went through a divorce, but I came to know the peace of the Lord when my understanding ran out. That was, I'd walked with the Lord for many years. I did not know the tangible peace of the Lord until I encountered that situation. So now as I'm sharing that testimony, I am able to invite people in to experience that part of the Lord so that they may cross over on that dry ground into the promise of peace. And then finally, in sharing your testimony, we want to end with that P, to pray that there would be an eternal harvest brought from the testimony shared from your own life. Because as I opened with with, uh, this episode, just sharing that we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our our testimony, uh, your testimony is a weapon of, of warfare. And it's also something that helps you guard your heart as you remember what the Lord has done in your own life. It makes a straight pathway for you. It makes a straight pathway for others. But I just want to exhort you in this 100th episode to take your testimony seriously, to work with the handout that we provided you, this tip for sharing your testimony, and to realize that you have a seasonal testimony, you have a salvation testimony, and it is an expression showing people that you are carrying the presence of the Lord out into um, a pathway that the Lord is calling your life into. So I expect um, to hear many Many of you come and share uh, the fruit that comes from this time, and hopefully we'll have some of you on as, as guests in April when we do a whole series on, on, um, on new beginnings and, and sharing our testimony. But, but with that, I just want to pray over you and uh, that God would remove every hindrance that has kept you from sharing your story before. So, Father, I thank you. Um, <laughs> I thank you, God, that, that Jesus— um, his testimony is the spirit of prophecy. I thank you, God, that our testimony 
is yes and amen through Christ, the promises of God over our life. I thank you, Father, that um, as we share from both the strength, the strengths and the sorrows of our hearts, Father, that our brothers and sisters are equipped. So I pray that you would make us sure-footed to tread into the Jordan so that others might cross over, Father, as we, as we display through testimony your presence in our life. And finally, I'm reminded, Lord, that in the same Jordan rivers you stood and you were baptized by John the Baptist, who had spent his life in testimony preparing the way from you and your Holy Spirit descended like a dove. Your presence rested right there. May each woman have a revelation of your presence resting upon the testimony that she carries, unlike anyone else. Commission her forward and bring forth the words from her mouth that she may give an account for the hope within her. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for joining us today. For more information about Entourage Ministries, visit our website at entourageministries.com or visit us on Facebook or Instagram. 